today. I'm with Quincy Achampong, co-founder of Highbridge the Label. If you don't know Highbridge the Label, Google A Boogie with the Hoodie, Google Don Q. And I just don't want to say anymore. I want to speak to the guy. What's up, Quincy? Best thing. What was the catalyst or what or who planted that seed that you know what? Investing is the way to go and it's not necessarily to work for someone else your whole life. Um that's just something that was always in me. Like, you know, just seeing just when I when I when I attain some some money or something, just seeing it. And knowing that this is not as much as I really want, just looking at it and saying, yo, man, I got 10000 I need to have 100000 So it's but so many ways to make 10000 into 100000 without just doing nothing. You got to invest it. So, and that's exactly what I did. I just always told myself, just save your money until something comes up. And when something comes up, you just... You take that risk and, and turn that money into more money. You can also take a loss, but that's what risk-taking is about. Now, you chose to invest, like, not in a product, not in something that was that you could control. You chose to invest in a person to mm-hmm. start. What and made you say, you know, say, I trust and believe that he's going to get us where we got to go? Um, it, was all, it was all Bubba, man. Bubba just, he just was passionate about, getting a boogie to the next level. Like, he was like, yo, bro, this dude right here, we can make him into a star. And I'm like, I don't know, because I don't really listen to a lot of music that's on the street, you know. And A Boogie had, like, the music that was, like, very, very underground. Nobody really knew about it. Like, people was 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 getting hip to it, but it didn't all the way explode yet. So I really wasn't listening to it in the beginning. And even Don Q, he used to rap and all that, too. I didn't really listen to him neither. Like that, I just like to listen to like mainstream stuff all the time. But Bubba was the real influence on me investing in a boogie with him, and especially we used to live. Me and Bubba lived. We moved. I, I sat them down like we sat on the couch and we really like planned it. Like I was like, "Yo, son, if I'm gonna make this LLC and we gonna do this and that, y'all gotta be committed to what's going on. Like I don't want to just." go out my way and and like we not committed to it 100 100% and they looked me dead in the eyes and was like yo let's do it like and then from there when we started the LLC um we just locked in studio time and then we just spent weeks in the studio and that's how the artist mixtape came about got it now you obviously took a leadership role um but everyone seems to be right around the same age one year older two years older three years younger one year younger so there's this author right called john c maxwell Mm -hmm. and he in his book the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership he said everything rises and falls on leadership but i feel it's so funny to lead people who are right within your age group because they see everything you do because they've been there for the mess ups for the success for the times when you was acting crazy for the times you was passed out drunk like how what things did you have to do professionally to change yourself to say i want to lead people i have to do things a little bit differently what did you have to change in your maybe personal Um, life just being just being mature like just being mature i always been mature my whole life like like i like to have fun too don't get me wrong but i just know what's right and what's wrong at certain times you know because i got older brothers that like live live through my moments already so it's like i just take i just take what they, i just take their experiences and you know 
and compare them to my own experiences in my own life. So, like, right now, I'm 23, but, like, I, it feels like I got the mindset of a, like, 40, 50-year-old person that done lived and experienced mm. a lot of stuff. So, you know, like, that's 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 the main thing of leadership, being mature, like, knowing when, when, what's right and what's wrong, knowing when and when not to say stuff, you know, like, and me, and, and knowing, most importantly, knowing when and when not to work, you know, like, you got to work all the time. So, that's my, that's me, I'm the battery. I'm just always charging my brothers up and letting them I know. I like that. Letting them know that we got to just, we got to keep on working, we got to gotta keep on moving for me because we like a couple steps away from from like huge success so you know and it's not it's nothing like being a wealthy person and being able to retire at a young age so we're i'm just chasing the lifestyle right now i love it now in that chasing is there anyone guiding you do you have a mentor do you have someone that you can lean on who's been in the industry for years to say Hey, you know, this opportunity was offered to us. How should I react to this? Because you're fairly new to music, mm-hmm. to the music industry. You yeah. came from IT. Who who are you talking to? What how are they helping? Um, like in the music industry, like I really don't have no mentors, like a specific person I can run to and talk to, but I got like a a couple people that I talk to, like, and they, they kinda guide me. Like like first person that helped us that helped guide us in this music industry was Kevin Webb. That's um A Boogie's manager and um our A and R Orlando and like Kevin Lyles. I met Kevin Lyles like when he was trying to get us on his roster on three hundred. Okay. And he's a he's a very like a very outspoken guy, like and I, I respect him because, you know, I seen him going through the 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 Rockefeller Dynasty days, the Def Jam days and you know, and like he's he's been he's been he's been around since like since music was at its like since New York hip hop was at its peak. Yes. So, you know, I just like to listen to him and take in anything I can take in. And another person is Mike Kaiser. I I'm in when I'm in the label in the office, I like to go to his office and just, you know, talk with him and learn. Like I'm just a person that just likes to learn cuz you know these guys done it before me. So, I just you know, just like to learn. That's all I'm just here to do. Yeah. <laughs> And for those people out there trying to get someone to mentor them, because I don't think people understand, you're, you have to cultivate a relationship with people. Mm-hmm. How would you say is the best way to, to start that, to, to approach someone and say, hey, I want you to, be, to mentor me, to talk to me, to you know, cultivate me, because I see myself where you are. What's the right approach about that? Um, I don't know. I just, it's just like more of a vibe situation. Like, I just don't like to go up to anybody and tell them, yeah, can you be my mentor? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just gotta just not even say nothing. You just gotta just stick around to the person and just learn, you know? You can't just always come up to a person and be like, yo, be my mentor. Cause there's people out there that ask me and DM me on Instagram and tell me like, yo, I look up to you, be my mentor, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yo, man. I'm. I got a lot of. I got a lot of stuff going on in my own life to be trying to mentor you. Like, feel me? Like, I'm trying to still learn myself. You right. Feel me? If you're around, then you could you could pick up some some stuff. You could pick up some some gems or whatever. But like right now, it's just like I'm just going through a lot of stuff. So mentorship is just like just try to just stay around a person that's. That's you know that's being that's that's heading to success or that already has success. 
just try to be around. Just can't really just ask for, you know, pointers and tips sometimes. You got to be willing to just be there. Yeah, just, just, just be pick there. up what just you can be pick there up. And learn. Just be there and learn. That's it. Um, you know, work-life balance, right? Mm-hmm. So I only have a 40-hour work week. Actually, maybe a 50-hour work week. And I don't think there's enough time. Mm-hmm. I know you probably have a 70 to 80 hour, 80 hour work week. It's and from you when I wake up to when I go to sleep. Exactly. So, so how do you balance um, career, relationship, um, health? How do you balance it all? What do you do to keep yourself grounded? Um, some, I'm not even going to lie. Sometimes I let work stress me out. But it's good stress, though. It's like growing pains, you know? It's just me learning things and just trying to you know, better myself and better the team. But balancing is, it gets kind of hard, you know. Like me, I'm single, so I don't really have a female mm-hmm. or a girlfriend or anything. But, but do like, they be in your DMs, though? They <laughs> hop in of, there, right? Of course. Like, they've been there even before, but now it's, like, frequent. But I don't really pay attention <laughs> to females like that right now. <laughs> so what's the craziest it. thing that popped up in your DMs? I'm just always curious because... I don't know if I'm boring or dry, but I don't get the crazy shit that people talk nah, about. Nah, see, so I, like, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't a boogie or darn cute. They get crazy. <laughs> they get crazy things in their DM. Me, I just get, like, probably hard eyes and stuff like that. Right. You know, and it'd probably be a good-looking female. You'd be like, damn, she on me? It <laughs> 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 ain't the, you know, so... That's 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 just how it be, but you know, a boogie in them, they they lit and they DM. <laughs> I got their passwords sometimes, so you might not get a response from them. You might get a response from me. Oh, <laughs> ladies, just so you know. <laughs> no, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always curious, like the the depths that people will go to to get to, you know, the star. I think it's amazing. This culture that we live in is so um, driven upon what you see. No one really knows what you go through on the day-to-day. Mm-hmm. So maybe you could share with us, every week we like to have what's called a no-ego moment, mm-hmm. where you could share with us. Because our generation, everybody's lit. Mm-hmm. Everybody's killing it. Everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. You know, ain't nothing to cut that bitch off. Nobody will, will really say, like, yo, this girl really hurt my feelings. I really liked her. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> could you talk to us about a no-ego moment that affected you, that you say, you know, I'm going to learn from this. Maybe a L you took. Maybe something that you felt down, you felt insecure, that you could share with us. Um, you felt nervous. Like, um, well, as far as with females, anything, or? life, career, you know, family. I just feel like we always, our generation, millennials, we highlight everything that's great that's going on, but nobody wants to say like, look. Even with your friends, nobody just wants to say, like, I ain't got it. I can't come tonight. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Instead, it's like, let me pretend I'm busy. No, you just don't have it. So you can't attend the event. Like, you know, nah. it's, it's so interesting, especially with, you know, females. We always want to highlight our best selves. No one wants to take the selfie without makeup on. Mm-hmm. You know, like, let's, me, let's talk me, about it. When, when it's like when it's like when I'm in my grinding period, like, I really don't like to go out. Uh, nothing like right now I'm in my grinding period so you ain't gonna hardly see me out and I know when to cut when to cut all that stuff off and I know when to turn it back on and right now I kind of like cut it off but as you you should as you should always know when to preserve yourself you feel me because you know spending unnecessary money all the time isn't that it's not it's not it's not good you know Mm -hmm. because that's how you fall into depths 
and you know like just trying to floss for 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 people just for people's approval is not it's not what it is no more not it, it never it never it never was what it was to me you know i really don't care what people think about me like cuz i already know what I, I i got a i got a i got a 10 year plan already in my head you know where i want to be in 10 years so wow you feel me like i i don't care what's going on now i could sacrifice what's going on now to be living good in the future and and that's what people don't really understand. Like, it's all about where you want to be in the future. You feel me? I I didn't seen, I didn't seen crazy stuff. Like, I didn't seen a lot of money, and then like it's not there no more. You know, so, you know, you just gotta prepare. You gotta plan for. You gotta plan ahead. And if it's not time to party, then it ain't time to party. You know. And as far as with females and stuff, like. You ever had a heartbreak? Because no, yeah, a boogie publicly talks about his situation yeah. and how that sparked, you know, a lot of his. When music. I when I be having heartbreaks and stuff, like I hate that. I hate having feelings for females and all. I just like, like it really affects me, like with work, with my whole mind state and all that. I just don't like it. So What's I your just, side? I'm a Virgo. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't really like. I don't really like. Um, like I can't. I. I. It just. It. It takes me a little minute to get over like little stupid stuff with females but so you don't want to let them in to begin yeah, with because really you know like that they can right, nah, adversely affect your work yeah exactly i don't really like to let them in unless unless it's like a uh like unless the feelings is mutual then i'll probably let them in but other than that man i'm just focused on on the, on the bigger picture you know it's it's a million and one females out here <clears> so yes if i don't find it now i'm gonna and find it eventually well. <laughs> <laughs> now question is it hard to see through the smoke and mirrors in the industry where everyone is trying to, I mean, I feel like in every, in finance and everything, everyone's trying to come up, but do you find it's a little bit harder to see through the BS with this type of industry that you're in or, or not so much? I mean, I could see through all the BS because mm -hmm. the people I'm around, they real people, you right. know, so like we, we, we see through all the bull, the bull crap. You know, I I know phony people and I know real people when I see them. Mm -hmm. It's not it's not it's not hard to tell, you know. And I feel like the people I'm around, we cut from a different cloth. So, I don't like to associate my myself with people that's full of bullshit. Right. I only like to be around upfront genuine people. So, that's who I surround myself with. I can feel it. Mm -hmm. I felt that connection when I first met you. Yeah. I did. I said, this kid, he's for real. Yeah, word. <laughs> he just graduated, too. Congratulations. And my plan is in effect right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> right, and that's the important thing about entrepreneurship. You don't have to depend on this country when you're an entrepreneur. You yeah. don't have to say, I hope that my boss gives me a raise. You create your own race. Yeah, exactly. Like, just, I'm just, just being your own, just calling your own shots and right. not having to tell people i'm not having somebody to tell you when to do this and when to do that it's just the best thing in the world like it's a blessing even if you don't make it as a ceo in music you know mm -hmm. you should always want to be your own boss with, with with something like you know just try to just try to gain your own revenue like yeah when you once you find a way to gain your own revenue just keep on doing it and keep on just trying to find more ways to gain more revenue because it's like Right now we doing music, but I'm getting into clothing. I saw that. I yeah, saw we that. We getting into merchandise and all that stuff real, real soon. Probably like in a week or so. I got some stuff being made. Is merchandise, you know. Um, what else? 
Yeah, so what's new? What's coming up next for Highbridge? What should we be looking out for? Um, Events, performances, products. Um, we got the we got the HBTL brands. It's gonna be a couple merchandise lines. Like it's just gonna be like touring merch, and we got a lifestyle brand being made right now that we just gonna you know like that everybody can wear. Like you know, I come I come from a a crew of, of dudes that just dress nice. We all swaggy, so yes. you know we gotta have a, a name brand that's mm-hmm. a clothing line that represents what we represent. So be on the lookout for that. And is there a name or not yet? Nah, not yet, but okay. it's it's in the making though soon. And um, we got we got some new music on the way, new visuals on the way, um, new features on the way. Like we got some big name artists on these new records that we got. Um, what else? What's the best way to keep up with everything that's going on? You got three artists. You got a boogie. Like, do you prefer that we follow you through SoundCloud? Um, we as use, far as music, what what? Because you know everybody who loves music wants to get it before everybody else. Mm-hmm. How can we get it as soon as you post it? Um, soon. I mean, you could follow it on on YouTube or SoundCloud. Okay, like that's a boogie's YouTube or SoundCloud. Like, um, I'm working on High Bridge's own SoundCloud. Like, so if it's collaborations, like I with see. A and Don, yo, you could find the newest newest collaborations with the both of them probably on it on high bridge own soundcloud and then don q he got his own soundcloud youtube and instagram instagram is like the place to be like if you want to follow us so you know instagram maybe snapchat that's just like our social medias that we be on the most and last question because this has i thought it was a joke i didn't see it going making it to be cnn news but Chris Brown and Soldier Boy are really gonna fight in a ring in Dubai. As someone who manages artists, do you have a thought about this? Like, would you recommend your client not partake in this foolery? Like, in your opinion, what what's going on? What? Um, I mean, after a while, like they done, they they are like huge successes in the music industry, you know. So, like, I mean, if they're doing it for the money, then. I salute them for it, but if they're doing it for the publicity, then it's like, you know, I don't really, I'm not a person that enjoys a lot of attention. Like, I, I enjoy a lot of money, so, you know, <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to do it for the money, then, then it's cool. Right. It's cool you could do it for the money, but if you're doing it for the attention and, you know, just trying to make yourself relevant, then, I mean, it's just it's just foolery to me, but, I mean, I salute to Chris Brown and Soldier Boy, you know. They are they they are very like successful characters in this music industry. So I salute to them. But me, I don't really entertain bullshit, man. Me, I'm just a I'm just right. a, I'm just a humble person. So you know, I don't like to get on Instagram and talk shit and all that, man. But I isn't just, it a point when your overall brand is affected by this type of behavior? Yeah, I mean, Do you think that maybe someone gets to a certain level and doesn't matter? Or yeah, I mean, when you get to a certain level, like. I know Chris Brown and Soulja Boy didn't have all the endorsements in the world. Mm. So, you know, like, they done made all the dollars they could make. You know, this is probably some new money that they could make. I see. So it's like, whatever. Not that big a deal. Yeah, Because whoever's their deal. fan mm-hmm. is going to remain their fan at the end of the day. It doesn't exactly. matter. Exactly. I see. I see. I see. But when you're rising. Yeah, when you're rising, stuff you like that could, could make or break you. You feel me? So it's like you got to choose what you say and what you do wisely. 
But, you know, them guys been in the game for, like, years, like, 10 years now. So, it really doesn't matter to them. Like, they, this is just something new that might they might start a trend, you know. It, it's looking like it's becoming <laughs> right? a trend. So, yeah. No more Twitter beefs. Yeah. And they about to make, they about to cash out, too. So, hey, it's like a million a fight or something. So. Who would you I, bet on? I ain't betting on nobody, man. I'm I saying if you had. I'm not saying you're gonna. Mm-hmm. But if you had to pick a victor. Who would you pick? Um, Chris Brown looked like he got a little weight on him, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I was thinking the same thing, though. Who knows? I was thinking Breezy, because if at the end of the day, if anything, he's a dancer, right? Yeah, and he's so a he, black belt, too. I had to do my little research is on he? him. Yeah, he could, he, he could fight, so. Oh. Mm-hmm. And he dances for hours in concerts. Yeah. So I'm just thinking his endurance, if anything, is up. Yeah, exactly. Soldiers, it looks like it's not looking good for him. Who knows, man? You know, the underdog likes to win battles sometimes. <laughs> so That's true. Can't never sleep on the underdog. That's true. Mm-hmm. So we thank you so much at Wi-Fi Coffee Ambition. Is there anything? What do we expect from you personally, Quincy? Ten years from now, when we go and Google you, what should we find um, for you personally? You're going to see, you gonna see, you gonna see ten, then five years from now, you're going to see a $100 million net worth. $100 million net worth. Probably 10 years from now, I'll be almost close to a billion. Okay. You know, and you know, like, high bridge in 10 years will probably be like, we're going to leave a huge mark on this 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 hip-hop industry. There you, you go. High bridge, Quincy Champong. QP. Your life can turn around in two years. It doesn't have to take 10 years. Your life Word. can change in six months. Or your life All can change drastically say, in a year. You really have to be prepared for mm-hmm. the opportunities when they come for and sure. just take that chance, right? Yeah, I mean, you ain't going you, you, you to make a shot that you never take. So I'm chewing these shots, man. I'm making all of them shits. Right. <laughs> I like it. Thank you so much, Quincy. Yeah, thank you, Venetia. Happy New Year.